You have a wonderful title for your book. It's a, a great pun. Why is your book overdue? I think uh, I think it's about time that people paid attention to this incredible resource that we have in the middle of all, each of our communities. Uh, that is the connecting tissue between us and this miraculous technology that everyone is talking about and and supposedly using, but most of us are sitting around looking at the devices in our hand and saying, what? (laughs) Did I miss something? I live in a technology graveyard myself, and um, I had to go to the library to get unstupid about it. What sort of graveyard are you living in? Well, I have old computers, uh, frozen devices, things I don't know how to operate, uh, I think your average citizen is not technologically savvy, and you know amazing things are happening technologically. It's very hard to stay updated. It's very hard to uh, to implement uh, the upgrades and work out all the bugs. For most of us, we are at the mercy of IT people. And yet, much of the book is a robust and very entertaining. Defensive librarians. Well, yes, I think I think librarians are, unlike most IT people, extremely sympathetic uh, to ordinary stupidity. Uh, they're they're taught to be kind. They're in a service profession, so people who come to them, whether they are, you know, whatever they smell like, however stupid their questions, whatever language they're speaking. They are trained in, you know, something called the guided search. And they are welcoming, you know, public library, welcome to all. Uh, you walk in there and say, you know, I don't know what a browser is. Uh, I've never seen one of these before. And uh, nine times out of ten, someone very kind will walk you through the steps of using whatever it is. This is very, very different from the traditional um, Librarians' guided searches uh, through content. Well, I is it that different? I uh, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I see. I, I I don't see it really as that different. I see this as a, a relatively new role for them. Certainly, um, I saw the introduction to com- of computers to the library and was uh, excited and impressed, and really impressed when I noticed that my librarians had gotten training in the computer um, and that they had uh, lapped me, that they had gotten ahead somehow in the training, that they understood more than just the word processing uh, function of computers. And when they had done that, and when they took over that fantastic job of being in charge of our public computers, they really embraced uh, a role that, it seems to me, has become more and more crucial to the rest of us. So do you see what I'm saying? Well, I do, but I want, I want, to, um, I want to find out more about what that role is. Because many of us, especially those of us of a certain age, such as me, um, I make no assumptions about you, are supporting um, families both up and down in terms of age uh, doing sort of tech support for families. If, if if you're known within your family as having some technical skill of being familiar with computers, um, you're likely to want be the one who gets the call uh, about um, how do I get this 
Excel spreadsheet to fit on a page or um, I'm getting – I lost my internet connection and I can't figure out what to do. I can't connect to the internet. Technologist um, by default, right? Yes. So are, are you suggesting that and, – and frequently, if you don't have somebody in your family who can do that, it's, it's – it's, it's very frustrating. Even if you start searching on Google, some of these searches are so ill-defined. I can't connect to the internet. You know, the sort of thing that somebody doesn't know much about computers would reasonably type in it may not get you the sort of pages that you want. So, are you suggesting that this too, these sorts of questions, might fall within the purview of uh, of librarians? Well, yes. I mean, I saw many of the librarians that I intersected with had become the technologists by default, and had. Um, you know, and were the ones who you went to when when a plug was loose or uh, someone had forgotten something incredibly stupid uh, or simple or had a more sophisticated problem. And they could tell you this is a more sophisticated problem and you need to go here. Um, they stepped up to that role and uh, I really appreciated it and I think that it's a tremendous service that they can provide. We aren't seeing this uh, these needs being met elsewhere, uh, unless you are under the wonderful shelter of a corporation that has a fantastic IT department or a university, you are pretty much, it's you and your credit card uh, who can find out the answer. And I think, you know, increasingly, I, I mean, in dealing with, for instance, the federal government, if you are... Um, if you're late, if you're business and you're late paying your taxes, you have to file online. They don't care whether you've decided you don't want to join the computer age. And where do you go if you are not wired? Where do you go if you're not hooked up, if you don't understand this? I, I think the library is where you should be able to go. Uh, it's where I go. <laughs> are you suggesting that... Um like a genius genius bar that libraries ought to offer maybe an intelligent but still modest bar? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think they are working de facto that way across the country. You talk to librarians and, you know, what's the most common, you know, they have very interesting questions that they get at the reference desk. You know, where where's the bathroom is a frequent question. Uh, do you have any hairdo ideas for me? That actually is a frequent question. Uh, but also, how do I work my e-reader? That's a question that they're getting all the time now. People don't know how to work uh, and How about the traditional role of librarians as um, guides to content and to understanding how to find content? Uh, do you think that role is diminishing, or is that still or no, perhaps more important? Uh, no, but you can't, I don't think you can divorce that from the places that the content lives. I mean, you have to be, you have to be able to drive any number of different vehicles to get the information you want these days. Um, it's not all living in a neat little organized place uh, on the bookshelves. It's a lot of different places in a lot of different formats. And a librarian who is uh, very comfortable dealing with content, for instance, in a printed library, is uh, is a limited librarian. The librarian has to know how to uh, squeal around those uh, messy corners of the messy web uh, to really be able to shake all the information out. Uh, has to be able to 
figure out how to, you know, where things live in the um, podcast world, <laughs> where information exists in um, uh, audiobooks. I mean, I think that there, it, it's, it's a fascinating time, and information is now, you know, multiplying in numerous different information delivery systems. Uh, we need guides who are comfortable in any of those vehicles. You know, but if you take your typical IT person, and I'll just, you know, sort of um, generalize here, but you imagine the person who comes into where you work or at the Genius Bar, it could be very friendly or whatever, but, uh, you know, they, they know a huge amount about, uh, the, about the technology and how to get your back running and what the problem with why your laptop's starting to make this grinding noise or why you're, et cetera. You would not expect one of those people to also be masters of, you know, be able to ask them questions about trying to find, you know, uh, um, 18th century versions of Shakespearean plays so that you can, you know, you would not expect them also to be content experts. Is it realistic to expect a traditional librarian, a reference librarian who knows so much about how to navigate all these informational spaces also to now be providing tech support? I don't picture them as sitting behind the desk with a toolkit. I, I don't see them that way. They are traditionally people who know where to look, who know where to send you for expertise. Uh, say the librarian is in charge of a collection of as some libraries are now offering, uh, green devices, devices that help you, for instance, um, measure the kilowatt usage of the various electrical appliances in your house. That's a great service that a library can offer, this little kilowatt device. Yeah, you actually, you, you never want to do that. That's like reading the calories on the back of the package. You never, ever want to do that. But uh, I understand that's a good service. You want to do that. But, um, and how okay. great if you can go to your public library and check such a device out. It's great, but it's useless if you don't know how to use the device, if you don't know how to work it. So the librarian is the person who not only provides the device, but also can say, here is the pamphlet that explains how to work it, or let me show you three quick tricks on how to use this. The librarian has to know how to use these things not deeply, not in a, uh, you know, I can, I can take it apart and repair it sort of way, uh, but I know somebody who will know, or I know where to send you to learn how to use this. They, they have to be, it, you know, they, they have to have the, the arrows or the markers that tell you where to go to find that information. So it sounds like you see this as uh, essentially continuous with the um, traditional uh, librarians' skills and aptitudes. They're already doing this. I mean, you know, if you go into the typical public library, they've got a fleet of computers there. You know, somebody keeps those up and running. Um, you know, somebody keeps people who are having meltdowns in front of them from, you know, taking out the rest of the other people. Uh, they're really, they're doing a great job connecting us uh, to the wonders of the web. So one of the questions I, I, I've been wondering about for a long time, and I, I just, I, I get torn in every possible direction about it, is the extent, in part because I think we just don't know, but I'm, I'm going to ask you, um, the extent to which 
um, the web, which has been really sort of amazing in creating help systems where there weren't any before. And we've actually we've gotten so used to many of these help systems that we don't even think about them anymore. We just assume them. Um, the, I mean, the ability, for example, to get this may be a terrible example, but the ability to get basic information about the medicine that you're taking and the side effects. And it's a bad example because you can go very wrong in this, but there are lots of great sites that give you accurate and real information and allow the voice of patients to be heard and so forth. These just emerge. And, and in field after field where people have questions, these sorts of sites emerge, which uh, combines some combination of experts and, and the crowd. So one of the things I, I'm just not um, – when you talk uh, about the role that librarians are already playing in helping us deal with both the technology and the information the technology is making available, I find that very optimistic and helpful. And there's you – know, uh, there is a continuing role for professional librarians. And then the other part of my brain says, you know, but, you know, maybe the web is going to be able, is going to get better and better at helping us do that as well. So looking forward, do you, do you have a sense of how this might evolve? Well, I think it's really lovely that um, the people who are at the forefront of the technological frontier and helping to articulate uh, how information is organized and shared are all feeling that things are moving along quite well. They are not moving along quite well for a great, vast number of people in this country. Um, there are a lot of people who cannot afford the wonderful, miraculous little device. There are an even greater number of people who can afford it and don't know how to navigate it. And then there are a lot of people like me who feel kind of smart, you know, feel like I can kind of get along and uh, do a lot of research, actually write a book about <laughs> librarians, and then sit and say, how do I find accurate medical information? I got lost trying to find that very thing uh, and not knowing really what was accurate. So I called my local reference librarian and said, what can I trust with respect to the medical advice on the web? And the librarian said, the National Institute of Health runs a fabulous website and start there and end there. And that was, I mean, that was not something that I knew. That was not something that I found on my own. That was something that uh, they provided. I, I really don't think you can um, underestimate the frustration that most of us are having in dealing with things. The, you know, Google is great. Google is like uh, the family feud of search engines. It's the most popular choice is what bubbles up. It's great if you're looking for a restaurant. It's, it's brilliant. It tells you where the restaurant is. It gives you the phone number. You don't even have to click through. Uh, but for anything else, I find it to be um, really overwhelming and and actually misleading a lot. Yes, but um, I guess what I'm asking is whether the solution to this is going to continue to be, uh, and very few people actually do, I assume, call reference librarians to ask them how to get medical help. It's, it's a very good thing to do, obviously. I'm wondering whether the web will continue to create um, 
uh, tools that enable people at all levels of technical skill, once they are actually on the net, um, to find what they need. Um, some sense Wikipedia has has addressed uh, has become known for addressing a certain range of questions and doing so pretty reliably. I think that is a pretty well known advice, you, a pretty well known place to go. And it's not the sort of thing you have to. Um, I would expect that most people have to ask a reference librarian um, in order to find Wikipedia. Yeah, and a lot of the good Wikipedia pages have been written by librarians. I, you know, basically what I'm saying is, if uh, if we close library doors at the rate that we've been closing them, reducing hours, um, uh, basically minimizing this profession, uh, what's going to happen to the rest of us? What's going to happen to, uh, you know, the 20 or 25 percent of the people who are not wired? What's going to happen to, uh, you know, the 50 percent of people who are wandering around, uh, you know, completely intimidated by uh, technology? Uh, you know, what's going to happen to, uh, you know, what, what's going to happen to us? I think really we are failing to acknowledge that, um, uh, that libraries have advanced into the digital age in a way that makes it accessible, makes it um, possible uh, for many of us to participate in that conversation. Yes, yeah, so, so you've, in the past few minutes, you've raised a different argument, which... Uh, uh, that is that libraries serve those who can't afford to connect. Uh, it's the digital divide. That's it's hard to find anybody who would right? argue against that. Um, and, but that's not exactly what initially you had been saying, at least as I understood it, which is that librarians have a continuing sort of librarianish, traditional librarianish role to play in helping those who are already online um, find information. And I, I guess I, I find that this, that's certainly the case. I'm wondering whether, um, since the web is often a, a market-driven sort of thing, that things emerge in order to, to fill needs, not always and obviously imperfectly, um, sometimes wildly imperfectly, whether the need for better tools for um, finding information um, might emerge, whether, whether the current role and value of librarians, as you are describing it very well and very convincingly, whether that's a... Um, something that we can hope and bank on will, will continue. I'm sure, I, I'm sure, and I'm sure we'll see some really wonderful innovations happening um, from companies that are uh, basically set up to exploit us and or to um, sell us things. What I love about libraries is not only the role that they have been providing, but they're on our side. They're not exploiting us. We don't have to give them anything for that information. That commercial-free aspect of libraries is crucial. Let me, let me summarize the argument so far, and tell me if I'm getting it wrong, um, that libraries, libraries um, provide a hugely important role in a open society and a democracy, and they provide access to those who can't otherwise um, uh, afford it. They provide a level of technical help to, for those who can afford it, but are having the inevitable difficulties dealing with the increasingly complex technology. They can provide they, and are providing training in um, how to use the technology that is now um, there for people. 
And they have an especially valuable role as trusted advisors because they are community advisors and they're not beholden to um, proprietary and commercial solutions. Beautiful. I'm just I'm just reading my notes. That's all <laughs> from what you said. So, well, you remove libraries from the equation, and what you end up with is um, is a government and a society and a marketplace that is barreling ahead in terms of um, converting our lives to digital ease, and you remove the libraries from that equation and you not only cut off you know that quarter that 25% of the population that cannot afford um their devices that cannot afford to get online uh but you also uh i think doom a tremendous quantity of other people uh to wander the wilderness um and be and be pretty much outside it for reasons of well I don't want to say incompetence, but uh, intimidation, um, um, you know, failure to uh, give birth to an IT genius in your family, I, you know, whatever. It is uh, really important, I think, to have a place where people can go and get um, information that has not been sponsored and to get help. Uh, that from people who value privacy uh, and to get guidance from people who have professional training. It's, it's a genius of an idea. I think it would be very difficult to persuade everyone to build it from scratch. I'm very grateful to my ancestors for having, uh, for having the idea and the political will and capital to build these libraries. And, and throughout this, there is um, the underlying... Oh, I don't know. Um, sense is that libraries are under attack, or at least need defense, or if uh, aggressive support, or they will go away. Um, do you have? What's your sense of how that's of how that's going? We're doing a little bit better than the UK, um, but not that much better. Every librarian that I talk to is uh, quivering. Uh, fighting. I think it's. I think it's. It's definitely a bad time uh, for libraries, and it will go away if we don't get out there and shout about it. Well, your book's a wonderful shout, so it does not come across shouty at all. I, so I guess I <laughs> a little more lighthearted. Than <laughs> yeah, <that>. <laughs> <laughs> very lighthearted. Exactly. It's a really nicely written, entertaining book that's talking about hugely important issues. So. It's, it's the opposite of shouty. Thank so, uh, you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I put that entirely wrong. Um, in any case, um, thank you very much for the book and for um, and for talking with me. Oh, thank you, David. It was a pleasure. It was my pleasure.